Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Brown Girl Gabby. I hope you guys all enjoyed last week's episode. And if you haven't listened to it, please go back and catch up where we discuss everything adulthood for black women or anybody just moving through that period of their life or entering corporate for the first time. I talk about my experiences and the ups and downs that I have learned so far that hopefully can impact and help you guys if you're in need or if you're struggling or if you want to share anything or any advice for anyone please feel free to go back and check that episode out. But I hope everybody's had an amazing week and I know you're listening. It's your Monday. I hope that this is your pick me up to just help you get through the rest of the week and grind it out. Um, I promise it will fly by. I know how it feels. Every time I get to a Monday, I'm like, oh my gosh, another day. We're doing this all again. We're starting at day one. Don't even get me started. But I want to say, please bear with me today because I also have caught a cold. So you may hear me sniffling. There may be some editing in there where I have to cut some parts out because I'm sneezing my head off. I don't know where this came from. It's like 80 degrees outside. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. My boo is sick. Now I'm sick. I don't really know what's going on. But it's, it's killing me if you can hear it in my voice. But this week, what I really wanted to focus on and I really want to chat about is being a reformed hothead, okay? Um, I know it's something that a lot of people struggle with is handling their anger, and as someone who is a fire sign, and y'all may not care about that, y'all may like, oh, whatever, Gab, we don't want to hear that, that's nonsense, whatever, I don't believe in none of that. I'm only talking to the people who do understand that, and hopefully it gives them a little bit of insight about like where I'm coming from. I am an Aries, so I have dealt with hot-headedness throughout my life, and so I just want to talk about the ways that I have navigated it, because I feel like where I am now, I, I feel like a completely different person. I remember the stuff that I deal with today would have had me going crazy. Like back in the day, like what I had me just like feeling like I couldn't even control myself. And it can be the smallest things. It could be somebody driving slow on the road. It could be somebody bumps into you in the grocery store. And it's just like disrespect, can't handle disrespect. I know a lot of people were like, you know, I just can't handle disrespect. Some people are very hyper on that and they respond very crazily because of some past issues. So today I want to just focus on the ways that I have performed myself and the ways I have learned to communicate better when I am in that state and I want everybody to understand before we go into this any deeper it's okay to be angry I'm not saying don't be angry I'm not saying get rid of that emotion completely what I'm saying is there's a healthier way to communicate that that will also bring you peace and also bring the other person peace and I feel like a lot of times with people who are like reformed hotheads, it's like they they either navigate the situation by overreacting or underreacting. So they're either going to act like everything's cool and you're obviously going to feel some energy and you're obviously going to feel like, oh, this person feels some type of way, but they're not saying it and I ain't really rocking with that. And I've been in both of those situations. I've been an overreactor and I've been an underreactor because I'm like, I don't know the right way to cope. I don't know the right way to communicate either way. So it's like if I respond, I'm going to over respond. If I don't respond, then it seems like you're shutting down and you're not being available to this person you're not opening yourself up and expressing what's wrong but you also don't know how to properly express what's wrong and so I just want to jump into that today and give you guys a little bit inside of what I have learned as I've navigated that space I've went to therapy I've talked about these things I grew up in a household where like anger was like one of the main emotions that was shown not saying I don't love my family but obviously like hot-headedness was a thing that I grew up with so let's just start from the beginning 
you know, someone who's a hothead is someone who is easily agitated. Someone who's easily agitated. But I also think sometimes that can be cloaked where people don't realize that person who comes across as a hothead or someone that's easily agitated also probably comes from experience of trauma that kind of forced them to not be vulnerable in the ways that they should. So instead of being vulnerable and expressing why they're upset, instead they're gonna go off because they're defensive. They may have been mocked in the past. They may have experienced betrayal. They may have grown up in a household that was hostile, that taught them that soft emotions or opening up is not acceptable. So the only thing they know is that response. And so where I want to come from as a black woman is also talking about angry black women stereotypes and how those things stop us from pushing forward in our careers, our relationships and things like that. But I also want people to understand that it's not that black women want to be angry, and I don't even think black women are angry all the time. I think there is a piece where that has become the stereotype that any emotion that we show that is assertive or firm may be automatically taken as an angry black woman. So it's almost like this thin line that we have to navigate to make sure that we're able to express ourselves in the way that we feel, but we also can't do too much because somebody might take it the wrong way and automatically put us in a box of what it is and what it isn't. So I'm gonna start with my own experience. When I was younger, I was bullied and I was mocked and that kind of hardened me up a bit. I also came from a household where like aggression was or hot-headedness and, and getting frustrated was something that was constantly shown. I didn't really grow up in a household that was like, oh, baby, it's okay. We're going to be soft with you today. We care about you. Like, I didn't grow up that way. And, like, shout out to everybody that did. But, like, that was, like, that's not what we do. And so becoming softer in my life now has been something that's been a goal of mine and something I've had to actively chase because it wasn't something that I was shown and now I feel like my family definitely shows that now but I feel like growing up it was a lot of frustration and a lot of anger so for me being bullied and coming from a household like that excuse me <coughs> being bullied and coming from a household like that really made me defensively want to make sure that I was always on the defense like if I felt like people were bullying me if I felt like I was being mocked or even if it was something light or even if I felt an inch of disrespect because of the disrespect I had felt for so many years going from elementary school to high school I was like I have no I have a zero tolerance and I have to let people know from the beginning that they can't play with me but that's also a piece where you end up shielding yourself and you end up not being able to it limits you because you don't get to express who you are you don't ever get that off your chest and it's like yeah you can be that person that's like I'm going to show you and you're going to be petty and you're gonna hold a grudge but the only person that it's hurting is you at the end of the day you're the only person that's sleeping at night feeling like I have to get this plot and I have to get this plan going and show this person that they got me messed up and even if you don't want to respond and you don't want to cuss them out let's say you want to be like I'm gonna block them I'm gonna do all this you're the only person not sleeping at night you're the only person feeling some type of way and then that same energy then is naturally only misplaced onto your healthy relationships so you're gonna take how you feel about skeptical people that you feel like are in your life and are trying to misplace their aggression on you or you're picking up something that you feel like is wrong and instead of addressing it you're already at 100 you're going to put that on the people who aren't coming at you you're going to put that on the people who are here for you you're not going to be able to tell the difference because you're constantly leaving on the defense you're not going to be able to tell who's here for me and who's not because you're always going to 100 anyway so it doesn't even matter and then it's going to be harder to keep the people that are really there for you because you're always going to 10 with people who are just trying to talk to you amicably so for me as someone who 
came from that, I started to see my healthy relationships just deteriorate. Like I just saw that it was like a cycle and thank God I had friends that were patient with me. Thank God I had friends that created a safe space for me and allowed me to express that because it was a journey. And I realized it had nothing to do with me being angry. It had nothing to do with that emotion, everything to do with what I was covering up, what I was guarding and the vulnerability that I didn't want to show no matter how much of a safe space there was available. I just, it made me sick to my stomach, you guys. It made me want to throw up. I was genuinely like, oh my God, I got to tell y'all what's going on with me today. Please don't make me, I'd rather be angry and mad. I do not want to, I do not want to open up and then go into that. Please don't make me do that. But at a certain point in that, and when you start to see it deteriorating your life, when you start to seeing it deteriorating your relationships, when you start to see that this is starting to have control over you. And that's what I started to notice. This is having control. I can't even control the anger that I feel because the trauma in me is so triggered. The trauma in me is like, oh, you gotta respond this way. This is what you know. Like, if you don't respond this way, then they think you they think you pussy. Like they think they think you're not really about it. Like they think that you're scary. And it's like always this need to prove to people that you won't be mocked like you were before, or you won't be played, or you won't be embarrassed, or you won't be betrayed. And it's always trying to get back that moment that you lost as a child now. So you're constantly on the defense, constantly trying to prove something to somebody that you may not be anymore. You don't live that life anymore. And that's what I had to show myself. It's like, that's not where you're at anymore. You're not that little girl that got bullied. You're not that little girl who didn't have a voice. You have a voice. Now, the all or nothing behavior of I'm going to be all in or I'm going to be all out is where we got to draw a line and we got to say, who am I today? And what do I want my reality to become? Do I still want to be living like 10-year-old Gab? Or do I want to be living like grown and sexy Gab, who, who's, who's past that, who's confident, who's grown into her voice, who knows herself more? You know what I'm saying? And those moments I don't regret at all because they built me up into the woman I was, but I had to have a hard look in the mirror to say, you can't keep responding to things the same if you're not in that same space. Why are you responding like it's 2010, babe? We're not doing 2010 things. <clears throat> so after like having all these moments where I was almost, I was going, to, I was getting into fights. I, I was just like, and I'm talking about verbally, like just, just nonsense. And nobody feels good with conflict in their life. And I wish people would admit that more. It does not feel good to conflict with someone. It doesn't feel good to be anxious. It doesn't feel good to be on edge and be on the defense and be like, I got to prepare myself mentally for when I go in here because I know I'm about to get into it with da, da, da. That does not make anybody feel good. And that's not something that I thrive off either. But for so many years, of being in that box and being in that defensive. I got to have my guard up, you know, black women are mocked, black people and women are made fun of. I got to protect myself from that made me like almost used to that energy. And so when I grew out of that and I was able to be in a safe space where I felt welcomed and I felt like my friends loved me and I felt like this was a space where I could be vulnerable, it was like I couldn't shake that feeling and I didn't like what it came with. I didn't like the anxiety. I didn't like the struggle. I didn't like all those things. And so I had to sit with myself and ask myself the hard questions. And so that's when, for me, I started going to therapy. And I constantly tried, constantly was continuously discussing these things with my therapist. It's like, girl, I don't know though, because I ain't gonna be comfortable at night. They think I'm scary though, because ain't nobody playing. Like, I'm not about that. Like, I'm not about to be letting nobody run around thinking I'm scary. Like, you know, how do I deal with walking away? How do I deal with letting somebody have whatever imaginary storytell they want to have in their head about me and also keeping my peace. And she sat down with me and she said to me, she said, Gab, you go zero to 100 and you don't even stop at step one. 
You don't even stop and say like, why am I even mad? You're already mad. You're already triggered. You don't even realize you're triggered and you've already done, you've already done blew it out of proportion before you even stop and thought about where you're at. And that's where I started stopping and thinking and paying attention to my body and how my body was responding. And there are some things you can't partake in if you're, if you're trying to go through that healthy life. If you're trying to stop and analyze and really move forward about your irritability or your anger, then maybe you don't need to drink. Maybe you don't need to smoke. Whatever is triggering you to be even more hyper, you know, hyper vigilant and angry and all that, maybe there needs to be a pause on that. Maybe that's something you can't handle right now. Maybe that's something you need to take a step back and say, I'm really trying to have peace and I'm really trying to understand myself better. And I think that's when the anger really starts getting handled when you are able to understand yourself and able to understand when you're in a space where I don't need to be here and when you're in a space of this is healthy for me I feel like I could communicate here but if you feel like you can't then that's the times when you got to remove yourself but you have to be hyper vigilant about the way your emotions change and what environment you're in and what you're going to allow to affect you I would say at the beginning when I started this journey of like trying to be more aware of the things that were bothering me it was like it's, it's harder than it sounds because now I feel like a lot of things don't bother me as much. Like a lot of things will not get me out of character. A lot of things I'm like, girl, if you're not, if you're not somebody that I call when I'm happy, sad, mad, and somebody that pours into my life, then honestly, you'll never get me out of character because you're not somebody that contributes and we mutually contribute to each other. So I don't know what we got to talk about. I don't even need to explain nothing to nobody. If you feel so, hey, anybody beef with me is beefing alone. I say it all the time because I have no reason to beef with people who are not pouring into me and I don't beef with people that pour into me. We have conversations, we communicate. I constantly say conflict builds relationships, but if you're someone that cannot get past conflict because you got the anger in the way, then that's when we sit back and we look and we reflect and we say, what is triggering me? What is riling me up? And I really had to process the the years that I was bullied, I really had to I really had to digest. I had to let it go. I had to let it go. I had to be like, you know what? God has blessed me. I'm in. I I've been able to move forward. I've been able to shine. I've been able to feel like the woman I wanted to feel like when I was 16. I don't need to hold on to how people treated me or what people said. And to this day, I can't hold on to what people said and what people do, because at the end of the day, <coughs> excuse me, you guys, I'm blessed. And it's hard to say. How do I acknowledge when I'm when I'm growing into anger? But it's like once you feel it in you and you feel your temper rising and you feel yourself getting irritable, then that's the piece where it's okay too. And this is step two. When you feel that rise in you and you feel like, okay, I'm going to 100, I need to remove myself. I need to go home. I need to have this conversation later. I need to deal with this at a later time when I'm calm and I'm able to actually hear you because it's about active listening. And once you get into that mind state, you wanna have, if you even if you say, I wanna have conflict resolution, I wanna resolve this, you're not gonna resolve it when you can't actively listen over your anger. You cannot listen and hear the other person out and be empathetic to them when you are at 10. So it's like, why even participate? If you know you're, you're already there, then don't participate. Say, I'm gonna think about this and I'm gonna come back to it later and I'm gonna send something that's a little bit more sensible because you don't want to burn bridges and you don't want to say things that you don't mean just because of the heat of the moment. So it's about being responsible and it's about being accountable. Stop looking at the next person 
and saying, oh, well, they shouldn't have said that to me because this is what they deserve. No, at a certain point, what you're, you're, you're almost making your own demise. You're almost making your own internal conflict. If you know how you are, who cares about how everybody else is? You remove yourself. Be accountable and say, I don't want to participate in that. Because the only person that we can't control is us at the end of the day. So you actively knowing where you're at and actively feeding into that energy, it's, it's very... It's almost like a trick. It's almost like, oh, okay, got you. That person got you. They got you out of character. If your goal is to have peace, then you don't fall for the okie doke no more. You don't fall for the oh, you oh, the old me would have went in on that. The old me would have loved you saying that. The old me would have loved to respond to that. But today, you're not talking to the same person. So you can sit there mad tonight, and I'm going to wait, and I'm going to pause, and I'm going to have peace, and I'm going to enjoy my day and pour into the things that matter to me. So I think there's a big piece of acknowledging when it's on you and it's okay. It's okay to say goodbye. It's okay to say, I need to go. I'm not, like if somebody really cares and loves for you and that's a really good friend of yours, they will appreciate and respect that you would rather take the time to have a healthy conversation than not. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't know where you're at and wanna burn bridges with people that you know you care about. And I feel like sometimes when we're hot headed like that, we get so wrapped up in our own selfish desires. So you're not even you're not even realizing who this person is to you. You're just so wrapped up in your anger to realize like this is my sister, this is my dog, this is my bestie, this is my parent. This is like this is not somebody that I want to <coughs> conflict with. This is not somebody that I want to battle with. This is somebody that I care about. And sometimes you have to come down from that first before you end up burning bridges with people that you know want the best for you. And you, there's not a lot of people that do want the best for you. So you don't want to burn bridges with people who are already so rare in your life because you cannot control your anger. And then you don't want to be a person who can't control themselves. You know what I'm saying? That can't even like fathom. So I think it's the more responsible and adult thing to say, hey, I'm going to remove myself, give myself a breather, come down from this, think about it, and, and be able to communicate with you effectively and actively listen to the things that you have to say and I have to say. And I think that's the piece also of going back of acknowledging the steps one through 10. When you start doing that one through 10 step, I think it starts to build self-awareness about the type of person you are. But when you're building self-awareness, there has to be accountability in there too, to acknowledge that when you do have that conversation with that person in conflict resolution type of conversation where they're acknowledging hey you did this and I did that you have to also say you know what maybe it wasn't right for me to to respond that way that day maybe and I apologize for that like maybe maybe I can understand why you may have picked up that energy that day because I also wasn't in the right mindset to really effectively do that and I apologize and, and that's my thing you have to also own it and I think people are so afraid to apologizing and the thing is when you own it when you own who you are when you own your journey nobody can throw it back in your face Nobody could ever say anything about you. That's one thing I've learned. It's like apologies means nothing to me. I have no problem apologizing because I own my peace and my, my battle and I own my journey and I own my growth. So I have no problem saying, hey, that was my bad. That's on me. You know what I'm saying? That's an adult person who's trying to move forward. Who's trying to, trying to own who that you can't throw it in my face if I said, hey, yeah, I did. <laughs> I apologize. Now what? But I also feel like when we don't have accountability and we don't have conversations where you 
feel like you can express that and express how you feel and they can express how they feel it's like you are constantly carrying this grudge on you you're constantly carrying this energy on you where that's why i think it's super healthy to own your journey because then when you're able to communicate with someone how you feel i feel like that's really the weight you were looking for the the, the ability to be <coughs> the ability to receive validation about how you feel and putting your pride aside, but also giving that to someone else. It's like the really the relief you're looking for. You're not gonna get the relief by blocking someone. You're not gonna get the relief by being like, oh, whatever, whatever, ho, I'm moving on, da, 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 blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, now you're walking around angry and mad when it could have been a simple conversation. And sometimes you have to pick your battles in that way. What could be a simple conversation? What could be something that I say, hey, I, I kind of felt some type of way yesterday, you know, what what's the tea with that like can we talk about it and one thing i notice is like people really can't handle conflict and once they hit the conflict part of a in a platonic relationship or romantic relationship they can't move forward which means they never have friendships or relationships that have any depth to them because they cannot get over the simple conflict part and when you don't have that then you lose out on what life has to give you with this love endless and unconditional love everybody's gonna come you're gonna have conflict you're gonna beef with people you're gonna be different the whole point in building a relationship is to be with somebody who's different than you to teach you something but the only way you're gonna be able to grow is if you're able to get past that hurdle in life so when we avoid the accountability and acknowledgement of our anger and what we're going through and we further push back the vulnerability because that's all it is is I don't want to be vulnerable so I'm gonna come across with this mass that I'm super aggressive the further away we get and that's why I say with the vulnerability it's one knowing when you have a safe space where you feel like people are genuinely listening to you and receive you well any other time. And then it's also practicing opening up. It's practicing saying and acknowledging and saying like, hey, in a nice way, hey, I was a little bit concerned about this and it made me feel some type of way and I may have overreacted because I thought A meant B and B meant C and that person might be like, oh my goodness, no, that's not what I meant. I'm so sorry if that came across that way. You get the validation and the clarity that you need, but when you've already went one to 10 and assumed, you lose out on that growth. You lose out on that journey. You lose out on giving people the benefit of the doubt and you always will live a life of fear and betrayal if fear and betrayal is what started the defense mechanism you will always stay in fear and betrayal type of mindset and energy because you are never giving people the chance and the opportunity to show you that they do care about you and to show you that your assumptions and your anxiety is all wrong when you're constantly listening to that instead of the other then you miss out on growth you get to remain the same and you'll continue to attract the same that's how it goes what you put out you will get so for me it was like I had such a good thing and I had to acknowledge like I don't want to lose this and I don't want to lose this because of me I don't want to lose relationships like this and I have in the past I don't want to do that anymore I don't want to lose good relationships and people who are good to me who love me because I can't control myself so I had to sit back I did a lot of journaling I did a lot I removed myself from certain things I didn't drink I didn't go out I was like I can't do that right now I clearly can't handle it I'm clearly getting hot-headed there's something going on with me that's triggering me that I have to move forward and it took a a lot of journaling a lot of prayer and a lot of therapy to really like move forward and say I'm gonna let that go so that I can be free so that I can be the person that I want to be and so even now for example a lot of people pick up on misplaced aggression and they let it ruin their entire day I have a whole mindset on that again if you don't pour into me I'm not worried about no misplaced aggression 
That has everything to do with you. And what we have to realize too is that's a trick. When you see people misplacing their aggression, it's a trick. Misery loves company. Got you. Oh, you're mad. You're mad. Got you. Oh my God, we got her. She's going to be mad for the rest of the day. This person could be an NPC. I'm not saying, you know, everybody has a debates about that, but this person could be an NPC just ruined your day and you're over here mad and huffing and puffing while they're going on with their day. Got you. Misery loves company. Pulled you into my energy. Pulled you in. Ruined your day, ruined your month, ruined your week. You know what I'm saying? There's a piece of you where you have to be accountable and you have to pick and choose what battles you're going to choose and what battles mean something to you. And that's something that has really changed the way I navigate my emotions is what battles actually mean something and what's something that can be talked about and we can move forward and we can let go. And that's something where you have to acknowledge that everybody deserves that. Everybody deserves this big old response. And everything is worth this big old response that's going to disrupt your peace. That's going to disrupt your time. And once you start moving in that way, it's like I ask myself constantly, this, is, this, is this worth it? Is this, if I know I'm somebody that can get angry and go to a million, is this something that deserves me going to a million? No. No, it's not. And constantly taking the effort of let it go. I let go and I let God in. I let go and I let God in. I used to say that to myself all the time. Let go and let God in. Just to let myself know that's not, it's not deserving of your time. It's not deserving of your anxiety because really these people like to act like they have this mask and like to act like they're so hot and huff and puff, but really they're the most disrupted at the end of the day. They're the ones thinking about it all night. I know I lived it. I did there. I did that. I lived that life. Oh, you want to come across as if you don't care, but you're the number one person caring. You're the number one person bothered. It really, really bothers you more than anybody. So why not navigate your life in a whole new way? So where that anxiety and that extra stress is just unnecessary when you can really Really pick and choose what is allowed in your orb and what is allowed in your energy. <coughs> and that's why another reason self-care is so important. Taking care of yourself, self-care and mental health. And I feel like a lot of times people think self-care and taking care of your mental health is this easy process. And it's something that is supposed to be like, oh, it's supposed to be rainbows. It's supposed to be getting pedicures and have a great girl. No, it's getting into journal. It's being real. It's being honest. It's getting in the journal, it's being real, it's being honest. Let me say one more time. It's getting in the journal and being real and being honest about yourself. It's about crying. It's about breaking down to build yourself back up again, to be the person that you want to be. It takes hard work. It takes these discussions. It takes vulnerability. It takes sitting with your friends or sitting with the person that you're having conflict with and really let, shedding that layer and owning that layer and saying, let me address you and tell you what it is and what it ain't and standing 10 toes on that and letting them know that's how you feel and being okay with that, not going home with shame, not going home embarrassed, which is a harder thing to do than say. So when you're navigating this hot-headedness and these emotions, it's, it's one, being self-aware, just to review. It's one, being self-aware, two, practicing being vulnerable, and three, taking accountability and knowing when you need to remove yourself. And this is all things you can control. You can't control who's going to disrupt you today, but you can control how you're going to navigate these spaces and how you're going to react. And so, especially as black women, th these stereotypes are already put on us. These stereotypes are already that we're angry and it automatically invalidates our experience. And we always feel like our experience is being invalidated and it just makes us angry and hotter and madder or whatever. And we got to get the next person. We got to cuss the next person out or whatever. I'm not saying everybody's doing that. I'm saying some people are definitely taking the wrong way, but I'm saying moving forward, I think what the healthy thing is to do 
is to picking and choosing your battles because there are people who are going to nitpick at you. There are people who are going to want to get that stereotype out of you. There are people who are going to, they're going to try it. And you know, you may be in a space where if I did that, it would be World War Three around here. But that's the piece where in your mind, you know, you're not even worth it. You're not even worth the response. You don't mean nothing. And while you go back and forth playing in your head, assuming, oh, this and the third and talking down on me and all that, go ahead. Because I'm going to continue with the peace of mind and the positive energy and the positive thoughts and the positive lifestyle that I attract. And I'll continue to attract the right people and the wrong people will continue to go to the left. That's just how it is. And I also feel like I'm a spiritual person. So for me, I always am like any, if I engage in that energy, I'll get that energy back. And that's a big thing for me is I don't want to engage in that return to sender, return to sender, return to sender. Anybody sending me that will just get it back tenfold. Send it, and then if I send it back to you, then I'm only welcoming that back in my life. So there's a piece of, there is this trickery where someone's trying to pull you in. And then there's a piece where it's your own accountability when that energy goes nowhere, but reflects back into you. You may get into it or be mad at somebody in the next second, you know, somebody to flip you off on a highway. It's because that's what you're, that's what you're giving off. So that's what you're going to get back. And that's a big piece of me of why I don't dwell and play into certain energies and and respond to a lot of things because I know the type of life I'm trying to have peace. I'm trying to attract the right things and positive vibes. And the more positive I am and the more I denounce and don't entertain those things, the more I'll get back. And the person that continues to entertain those things continues to be uh, huffing and puffing. They'll get more huff and puff. But they tried it over here and it didn't work. And that's how it's going to go. So for me, letting that peace go in my life has only allowed me to build stronger and closer relationships. And it has allowed me to navigate things completely differently. And it's allowed me to keep a lot of peace in my life. And so that's why I want to share because I feel like a lot of times when I uh, express my mindset on things or my response to like, I'll tell somebody something happened and I'm like, well, that's just, you know, God, that's just God pushing me to, to speak and pushing me to stand up for myself. And that person is thinks they're trying to get me to go to this energy, but really me taking the upper road is, is what the lesson is from God is that that's what he wants me to learn. This challenge didn't come from nowhere, but I know what I'm supposed to do with it. And it's not to go to hell with them. That's not what they're here to do. So it's because I've had these moments where I realized that going to that level with them will never do nothing for me. But going above and seeing the way I reap the benefits and the peace that I have in my life and the growth and the journey and the changes that I've been through because I've pushed myself forward has been the thing that I'm constantly reminded of as like, this is what matters. Not that. These are the things that I need to stand on. This is the things that have worked. These are the things that have kept me peaceful. So for anybody who's having issues navigating that anger and navigating how to control themselves and how to have healthy communication, the first thing is really to be accountable. It really is being accountable about where you're the one bringing the energy. If everybody else's energy is obvious because you're the one bringing it, you got to be accountable about where you're going in the space and the mindset that you're in and having enough sense to say, I got to remove myself from it and saying, I can't hang out with people who make me feel that way. You can try healthy communication, expressing, hey, I felt this way. If it doesn't work, then don't hang out with that person again. You cannot continue to engage in the same behaviors and expect something different. And that's where it's like, when you wanna do something different, you really gotta start doing things differently. You gotta start taking a pause. You gotta start thinking and giving yourself a break before you respond. And that's the things that have allowed me to turn it around for me where I have more peace. I'm almost in shock. I mean, there'd be some times where I'm like, wow, I would have responded. I, I don't even get angry anymore. 
I don't even have any rage in my body. It's like something I'm almost sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I had the anger to match the situation the way I used to, because that's what you do. Like, sometimes I'll be like, maybe this person does deserve a little bite back, but I don't have it in me because it's just it just seems pointless. It takes the life out of you to be upset. It takes the life out of you to be angry. And that's where I was like, I'm sick of being drained just because I'm mad. You've got you've gotten everything out of me today. And this person went to home and went to sleep and enjoyed their day. I can no longer participate in that. And so these are the ways that I've kind of had to do that is just by being completely honest with myself and being and, and having enough sense to remove myself if it's not for me. That's okay. So for anybody struggling with that, and I go back and I know I'm kind of going in circles because I'm getting more and more thoughts as I'm talking. But for anybody that's having issues with that, I want you to open a journal and write down your triggers, write down who you want to be, and write down your first response when you feel triggered. Is this going to be removing yourself? Is it going to be communicating and saying, hey, I need a second? Is it going to be saying, I'm going to let that go? Because I'm someone also that cannot hide my emotions, so I get everybody that can't because then once I'm off, I'm off. That's why I remove myself, you guys. That's why I'd be silent because I'd be like, I'm not the type of person that can fake it. If I'm feeling some type of way, I'm feeling some type of way. And it's going, it's going to ruin the vibe. <coughs> so for me, that's how I navigate. So if you're that same person, acknowledging that that is you and saying, okay, I don't want to ruin the mood. I need to go home and take care of myself. Or I need to have a conversation and say, hey, I was feeling a little type of way with sense when you are ready to have that kind of sensible conversation. So... I'm hoping that this podcast, and I know this one might be shorter than the last one. It's just because I'm sick, you guys. My mind's, my brain is rattling, you guys. But I'm hoping that if you are someone that struggles with that and you're someone that's itching for peace, that this is something that really helps and this is something that really builds you up and helps you be more conscious about the way you move forward and the things you're going to let bother you because that's what it is. You're letting everybody have control over you and you have zero control over you. There's nothing cute about that. There's nothing fun about that because I'll tell you right now, you're always going to get tested at work, in your life, your personal life, by within yourself. So at a certain point, it can't be everybody else that needs to change. It needs to be you that needs to change. So I hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode. Um, of course, you know, Monday's at three. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, please listen to it again and give yourself a little pick-me-up for the week. You might have a two-in-one deal. You get to listen to that one. You get to listen to this one. Please let me know your guys' feedback. Let me know the things that you guys have used to navigate your emotions and navigate your anger. And, of course, um, like and subscribe and keep, keep tuned, you guys. I really, really appreciate you all listening. And I will see you next week. Love you guys. Bye.